0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to Tailgate Talks. This is week 88, and you are listening to The Tailgate, where this week we are diving back into the NBA Finals as uh, we are five games in. And next time you talk to us, we will know who our NBA champion is. But before we get into all of that, make sure you are following us on Apple and Spotify and hitting us with those five-star ratings on each and a review if you listen to us on Apple. Also, follow us on social media. Follow our Twitter account where we do most of our interacting and commenting on uh, news around you know the sports world. Follow us there at tailgate underscore talks. And then if you want to follow our personal accounts, follow Dustin at Dustin Wimmer, 22, and myself at Calvin B. Barrett. We also have a Facebook page, an Instagram, and a YouTube channel where we post some highlights from uh, each week's recordings. And lastly, if you have any comments, questions, or anything you want to add to the tailgate, email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. With all of that being said, let's get into this week's tailgate. <laughs> Well, Dustin, we are five games through the NBA Finals and the Golden State Warriors are now one game away from reclaiming the NBA championship, the Larry O'Brien, the Larry O, whatever you want to call it. uh, They win a crucial game five as the Celtics tried to claw their way back into the game in the third quarter. Jordan Poole hit a dagger half court three at the end of the third quarter. And then the rest was history. Andrew Wiggins put his stamp on that game four and it was over. So it's just some quick thoughts on, you know, last time we left y'all off, it was just a two game series. You know, there was, it was tied one to one when we talked to y'all last time. So some Epic moments have happened. Uh, We had an Epic game four from Steph Curry. Uh, He had 42 points in a critical game four to even up the series as they headed back to Golden State. So, Dustin, I wanted to talk about this game really quick because this was a legacy game for Steph Curry, in my opinion. Um, He, of course, has three titles already. He's had epic playoff moments left and right. There's not like that signature Steph Curry finals moment. That might have been the signature Steph Curry finals moment. On the road, 42 points, not getting really anything from – uh, anybody on his team had to will them to victory, hitting crazy shots. Celtics, that crowd was crazy, and he was able to pull that victory off. So, uh, do you have any thoughts on that Steph performance, which I think will go down in the books, especially if they end up winning the series?
1: Yes, I missed watching this game. I was out like no, no service to see it. Um, yeah. But all I heard was Steph went off for 42 and carried the team. And so – Yeah, like you're describing, if that's the case, and he carried them out of a crazy Boston crowd and even the series to go back home, yeah, that's definitely a legacy game, especially when all the talk this series is Steph needs to win the finals MVP. And this, I think, probably put him over that hump of should definitely probably win it, you know? And so if that's the case, I mean, man, I mean, 42 in a raucous crowd like that, even it up yeah i i don't see how you can say no it's not like yeah this goes up there in one of the best ones had.
0: i was only able to catch the last few moments i was at a wine event you know i was telling you about uh so only caught the last few moments but yeah he had a huge three in that spurt uh and it was like a step i hadn't really seen when he hit that three it wasn't like the celebratory, the shimmy Steph that you see, it was like that – it kind of was that, like, that that Michael Jordan look, that LeBron Cole. look, that just, like, um, I fucking did this, like, you know, kind of a fuck you to Boston in a way, which you don't really see from Steph a lot. But, yeah. I mean, it was a really cool performance from him, forced, you know, tied the series as they're heading back home. And that's like a
1: must-win game, too. Oh, right? it, yeah, it's definitely. A- Celtics go up three to one, like great chance to win one game out of the next three for them.
0: Yeah, and for Steph, like this this isn't that same Warriors team from years ago, right? Like, like Clay is is not his former yeah, self right now. Right. He's like he has moments, but he is not consistently the clay that we were used to when they were winning those titles. Draymond is a complete shell of himself on offense. Ooh, yeah. Uh he is like a nothing on offense. He went from a guy who had a huge Game 7 in that series that they lost to the Cavs to where, like, he's scared to shoot it. They benched him in that game uh, to make that comeback. And so, like, this isn't that team. He's kind of having to do, like, the thing that we're used to, like, LeBron doing, which is carry the team by yourself. Like, yeah. he had to do that. That was Jordan the- Poole's
1: still inconsistent.
0: Andrew Wiggins has been the most consistent player, and we'll get into Andrew Wiggins <laughs> a little bit more uh, a little bit later. But it's kind of funny. So you have that performance, and you turn around into Game 5 where the you see the Warriors win. But Steph has his worst performance of the finals in that game. I know. He doesn't, he doesn't hit a single three-pointer. He goes yes. 0 for 9 from the from three. And this stat was just bizarre to me. 233 straight games, Steph has hit a three in. That streak comes to an end. Yeah. 132 straight postseason games. I think every postseason game of his career, he has hit a three in until that game, uh, which is insane. But the Warriors prevail thanks to a huge fourth quarter from Andrew Wiggins, doing it on both sides of the court, defensively and offensively. He's the second leading scorer on the Warriors in the finals. He's second out of both teams in blocks in the finals. He leads both teams in rebounds and shots contested so far. So let's stop here and talk about Andrew Wiggins and that performance that he had in game game five that really helped propel the Warriors to this 3-2 lead. And Andrew Wiggins, a crazy career, right? Number one pick yeah. doesn't work out in Minnesota, gets kind of cast off to the Warriors, but is like this, you know, reclamation project that the Warriors are taking on. And now all of a sudden, he's this dude who's been the second most consistent player on the Warriors team this final. So, what are your thoughts on Andrew Wiggins and all of a sudden, this dude who's like giving you valuable minutes, consistent minutes, like what did what do you think about all this?
1: Yeah, he's the X factor for their team. Like because he he has that number one talent, like but he didn't have all the intangibles to be a number one and carry a franchise and all that. But literally like when he's gets the ball in his hands, he can do whatever he wants most of the time. Yeah. Like, there's sometimes he just backs a dude down and shoots a crazy like 15 foot fadeaway and drills it and it's like you can't do anything about that like, oh yeah he's that he's really good don't forget that and we saw like in the maverick series he made huge impacts without the ball in his hands with rebounding and, yeah. putbacks and cuts and defending like he's so good like all around like he's gonna make himself a lot of money this season to be like a great number two um to somebody else i think um and, so, and that's why he's so good right now with the Warriors is because he's the at least best second option on the floor at any time. Most of the time, the third or fourth best option. Yeah. That just creates mismatch problems across the board. I mean, like that play last night, he had freaking Derek White on him and he went and dunked on his head. Yeah. <laughs> like
0: I think it's a big testament to him and his character. Like, Definitely, it, it's not easy to be the number one pick, struggle at your first place, you know, kind of get cast off, and then have to go to an organization that has a lot of winning, a lot of success, and then be asked to take on this role. That like, hey, you're the third, you're the fourth guy at bet, you know, kind of out of expectations, right? You fall behind Draymond, you fall behind Clay, even if they're not a hundred percent. Like that's yeah. just kind of where he's at. But he accepted that role, he's taken it on, and he's just really developed to himself to what I expect to be a really good NBA player for the rest of his career. Like, this is stuff that you take with you, I think. And it's kind of a testament to the Warriors organization in general, like their ability to take players and develop them. But it's a testament to him and his character and his willingness to, you know, not – be e- ego driven, not be like, yo, I'm a number one pick. I'm the guy, everything right. Maybe he
1: needed something different. Like, yeah. We were giving that. They literally said, There's no expectations for you.
0: We have these Yeah, other- we we can trade you.
1: <laughs> you can be another trade piece. Like and you've yeah. done we've done that. You've done that two or three times now. So like I think maybe that helped him like, you know, there wasn't as much pressure on him maybe and now he was able to develop and become something better.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's been it's been kind of fun to watch. Like, this is a dude we Definitely. got to see live when he was at Kansas. And, yeah. and, you know, we saw the potential there. And so to finally kind of see it come to fruition um, is cool. And it's got to feel really good for him personally. A player who's not had the best of a series but is still impacting it in a way is Draymond Green. And it's like we already kind of mentioned, it's kind of bizarre to watch him as a dude who was like a legit offensive threat in some of those former series against the Cavs to becoming a complete zero on offense. Yeah. Like a guy that they just leave open, but you know, defensively he, that's where he provides most of his impact, right? He's holding Brown, Jalen Brown. Who's had a great series is shooting one for 14 from three when guarded by Draymond. Um, I think he's holding like Tatum um, Marcus smart and Jalen green to like 32% shooting from the field. I can't remember the stat. I had it, I had it written down, but uh, forgot to throw it on here. But what are your thoughts on Draymond and just kind of this uh, this dude who's very loud, right? Going to cause a ruckus, going to t- test the refs to call technicals on him, to call fouls on him, fouls out last night, just you know, or fouls out in game five. Just kind of this loud mouth dude gets on his podcast, talks, but yet really isn't providing much offensively and a little bit defensively, um, but really not to the level that I think even Draymond would be pleased with.
1: I think part of the reason he's annoying, I don't know, if Celtics or like just everybody in general more right now is because he's not as good of a player. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, dude, you can't get away with this BS anymore because you're not that good right now. So I think yeah. that's why it like feels like it's more than it ever was. when this is how he's always been. Yeah, he's been in league like that's part of his game because he's that smart and intelligent. Like play wise, like he wants to get under people's skin and get them out of their game, which I respect. Like if you can pull that off, great. But now that he's super struggling, like mm, it's not as good of a look anymore. Like (laughs) to be the annoying asshole, when you're not producing on your end. (laughs) But he came out to play in game five, like. I he realized, like, hey, i got to take a couple chances and try to go get a layup here or there. Uh, he took some more shots, like, confidently. He might not have made all of them, but he didn't do the thing where he caught the ball and was wide open and, like, took a second, looked at it, and then shot it. Like,
0: he talked about, about it, yeah. It, took it
1: in an rhythm and, like, all right, it looked better. But he had a better game five. He just – he needs to have at least one more good game for them to finish this out. Like, he's a still critical piece because of yeah. everything else he does.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the intangibles that he brings, right? His his just drive to compete, his feistiness, and all that stuff. His uh, like has very you know, quick
1: just, hands on defense too. Like, yeah. he gets some tips and blocks and steals like that. Not everybody would get.
0: Yeah, and, you know, he's just smart and he knows he's he's very good defensively. He can read things happening before they happen. And that's what's been his benefit. There's just been times in this series where he hasn't been providing you offense and he hasn't been providing you defense. There's been times when uh, Jalen Brown has cooked him, not from three, but like getting to the rim and uh, Jason Tatum and stuff like that. So uh, when he's not giving you defense, there's really no point of having him out there because he's just such a zero on offense. It's uh, five on four when the Warriors are over there. So it's been an interesting series from him. Um, yeah, it would expect him to maybe have a key moment uh down the stretch here in game six or uh if this goes to game seven but uh interesting series from him to say the least so let's move over to the Celtics side of the ball we've done a lot of warriors talk here so the celtics lost their first back-to-back games of the postseason uh one of the things that's made them impressive is every time they've lost they followed that up with a really good performance got back in the win column one of the reasons why i took them in the shot bet was You know, they've been really good after a loss. Uh, They struggled in the first half, were able to make it close, and then ultimately kind of fell apart in that fourth quarter, turned the ball over, and turnovers have been a thing for the Celtics this postseason. In fact, Jason Tatum now has the most turnovers ever in a postseason. Um, So, ever. So, Jason Tatum's moment is not a good thing. Uh, Tatum's kind of been an interesting – player this finals as well he's kind of one of those players you expect to make the leap make one of those finals moments right kind of solidify himself as mm-hmm. one of those players in the league he hasn't really had that moment yet um he had that moment in the third quarter where he kind of battled back got the celtics in front but really it's kind of been jalen green who's been more impressive offensively so what have your thoughts been on jason tatum in this finals so far well, I
1: was gonna talk good about Jason Tatum until so you were like, Well, he's a oh, numbers. Well, I, I thought he was the one that kept him in that game game yeah he,
0: he definitely did, yeah. But like but- especially
1: like third quarter, anytime the Warriors like started to stretch it out, he came down and made shots. I didn't no one else I didn't think stepped up for them like when it was getting in that third quarter Warriors or like that early fourth, like when they still had a chance. I think Tatum was the one that kept him in it. But he hasn't, like, gone off and had that superstar moment. If if that's what you're kind of getting at, I see that that for sure.
0: Yeah, that's more of the point I'm making is, like, we haven't had, like, the Jason Tatum game. Like, wow, like, he went completely off, and he's the reason that they won that game, you know?
1: Yeah, I get that. I mean, maybe it's kind of a legacy thing for him, too, if he has a regular good series and doesn't ever go off to win them a game because like Steph did in game four, you need that from a superstar. Like one of your stars has to win you a game, like in the finals, like at least yeah. one, if not more than that, like you got to go off. Like 27 is good, but not in a loss.
0: Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where I've been watching some of these games and it's just kind of, you forget he's out there. There was a legit point in that fourth quarter. Like I know he had a great third yeah. quarter, but the whole Celtic team had a, shitty fourth quarter. had a shitty fourth quarter, but I was like, Oh, it's probably because Tatum's not out there yet. And then oh, looked was? And I was like, Oh, there's, there's Tatum. Like he's there. And it was just like, you shouldn't have those points. If you're Jason Tatum of where I forget that you're on the court, like yeah. that's, that's kind of unacceptable. Um And so, yeah, I, I'm expecting him to have a big game six. Like, this is what you need, right? You're a superstar Back against the wall at home like this is the chance for him to step up and have that big game do you think oh. and this will kind of get into our next question here and we'll go ahead and do our shot bet pick Hold on, for one games. more thing
1: on game five and yeah yeah, like yeah let's Steph, make sure we- Steph's not great performance i think something that helped that whole situation was clay was pretty good like yeah you look at the box score it's only 21 points but he hit some timely shots. Oh, yeah. He was kind of, he didn't go off, but he had some typical Clay shots and threes. And so you still had that feel of, all right, both of them are on the floor. You got to watch. Yeah. Them. And like, you didn't really catch on to, oh, Steph's oh for 7 from three and late in the fourth quarter. Like, you couldn't, didn't, yeah, I get didn't that feel realize that. From that him. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's because Clay kept him not afloat, but like kept that feel of, you know the Splash Brothers are are
0: yeah. still here. Yeah, and Jordan Poole was pretty good too there. Right in spurts, and so yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I didn't know he was o for seven or o for eight. He was o for seven. He, like, said it. I was like, really? five minutes left, and
1: he had multiple like forty plus forty foot threes that just yeah. hit the front of the rim. That like I was waiting on him to make one of those because like that place blows. Uh, they blow oh, yeah. the roof off when he nails. There is,
0: there is nothing like when Steph lines up a three <laughs> and the sound of that stadium like every time. And then when he misses, it's like oh, like you can audibly hear it. And dude, he was he was passive on those threes. There was like a fast break there in the fourth where it was like two on one with Clay and him, and yeah. Clay passed it out. He was wide open. Now Marcus Smart made a really good recovery, but, right? Like a typical Steph pulls Fire. that three, like shot fake fires it up, but he he kind of held back and then you know they didn't have the fast break advantage anymore. Um, so like it was definitely Clay, in his head a little bit.
1: Give, but yeah, I thought so too. But I want to give Clay yeah. props for having a good game too.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a good Clay game, and and it's not like Clay hasn't been good. It's just he's still not. He's just not to that point. Like shooting wise, you're always scared about him, but you know while he was really also, good at
1: it. Marcus Smart just kept flopping on the floor in the fourth quarter.
0: Well, so did Jordan Poole, but, you know, but yeah, Marcus Smart was, there was on the like ground four like
1: plays in a row Marcus Smart was on the freaking floor.
0: There's 12 minutes in the fourth quarter that were played on. and like 10 of them Marcus Smart was getting knocked down on him. It was pretty it was pretty nuts. It was like, come on. Like, come on. Like once, once okay, but like,
1: yeah, that's what I'm years? saying. Come on, man. Three He's plays like, in a row, and plays even through. that,
0: and even that fail that foul that they called Draymond on that fouled him out of the game, like that wasn't a foul. And Marcus Smart no. fell to the ground like twice on that play, and it was like, bro, come on. Uh, that was getting annoying. So, um, let's take a little break here because I have been drinking and i gotta go to the bathroom you're good man all right so that leads us into game six that's when we've got this one picked up for a shot bet um and so let's go ahead and make your shot bet pick for game six and uh do we get ourselves to a game seven or does the series end in six in boston what do you got man this
1: one's hard this one's real hard Yeah. I mean, I want to think, like, all right, Celtics kind of have that chip on their shoulder mentality. They're not going to back down easy, especially at home. But nothing about them really has given me much faith. in.
0: Yeah, it's really been tough because I I think they're better than they've been playing in some of these games. Like, they definitely had the chance to close out the Warriors – in that game four when that one they failed to do so they just have these spurts where they just don't look like a good basketball team at all Well, that's (laughs) the
1: lack of experience from them like they've been here and the Warriors have a lot of their guys that have been here Uh, and that's a big big deal that's showing right now and so like now they're super backed into a corner like
0: you could tell in that fourth quarter they were like way trying to force it. it, and it was just ugly basketball. It's turnovers. Jalen Brown was trying to do too much. Tatum, and so yeah, some of that makes me nervous for this one that they might be trying to do a little too much.
1: I don't know. I'm literally like going back and forth in my head right now. I was like,
0: who to pick? Who to pick? Do you have a pick already? I'm gonna go with Boston because oh. I do want. I do want to see. I do want to see this go seven. I, I, I would love. I would love to see the series go seven. I would love to see Steph have the chance to at home. clinch the series at home. Um, and so, I, I yeah, I want to get the full series. And so I'm going to go with Boston on this one. Um, but I, I do think that they'll figure it out in this game. I, I think they had a chance there, and they blew it uh, last game. Um, and I think they'll figure it out here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like what you're saying. And, you know, you got guys like Al Horford who've never been here, and they're like, well, I don't want to be
0: done yet, you know? I mean, yeah. I feel like Marcus Smart will do some dumb shit, but also ha- he'll have one of those games where he's going to have, like, 24 points, but he's also going to have, like, some really dumb Marcus Smart moments. Um, kind of like last game. <laughs> Marcus Smart. Yeah, kind <laughs> of <laughs> like every game.
1: <laughs> yeah, no shit. I'm going to pick the Warriors to close this out. All I right. just have more faith in him. And they kind of have that killer mentality at this point of, like, let's not let them hang around. Like, yeah, they don't care for home or away victories and where they host this trophy at. They just want to get it done.
0: Yeah, and I think it'll be – it'll take another legendary Steph performance if they're going to do that there. But, like, I mean – See, I I, think the other way.
1: I think you need a legendary Boston, like, Tatum or Al Horford game Should make this happen.
0: Yeah, I don't think you. I I just don't expect the Warriors' uh, role players to like. I don't expect Jordan Poole to do what he did in Game Five there. I don't Uh, know. Andrew Wiggins, I think, will do some stuff, but like, I I don't really know who I'm trusting. I don't think Draymond's going to be anything offensively. Um, like, if it's just going to be Steph again, like, does he have the ability? Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm not really picking this with confidence in boston i'm i'm right. more like picking this because i just want to see us go 7 and, and that's i think they'd be at. Fun. like i'm more yeah. of like
1: confidence meter leans
0: golden state
1: more like 60 40 right now yeah
0: i'm probably like 55 golden state <laughs> uh but i would like to see a game 7 i think this I has would been say. a very i think this has been a very fun Finals for how kind of lackluster some of those playoff series has been. I think it's been a very entertaining finals yeah. um, from both of these teams. So we'd love to see it get the full. So I'm going with the Celtics. Dustin is going with Warriors. the Warriors. to uh, Hoist the Larry O'Brien uh, after game six. So Dustin, let's just kind of, you know, let next time we talk to everybody, the finals will be completed. Uh, whether it goes six or seven. Yeah. So, and so I, I think I know both of our pick on if the Warriors close this out in 6 or 7 uh, your finals MVP I'm assuming would be Seth Curry correct
1: Definitely I'm trying to look up the odds right now
0: I think I Wiggins would be a sneaky
1: I just saw that like Wiggins pick is, here. is is D he's the second best warrior Obviously Tatum is number one for Boston. I think you need I think Boston it would depend who goes off in this game six to save save them.
0: My sneaky my pick for Boston would be Jalen Brown. He's um,
1: next. I I'll I i kind wouldn't doubt Marcus Smart.
0: I mean there I think they're the Celtics don't have a front-runner MVP yet. I don't think you can clearly say it's been Tatum so far. I think J- Jalen Brown has been better offensively for them um, in this finals, but it could be whoever ends up – like, if they win this in seven, it could be whoever comes up in these next two games big. And really, I mean, Horford, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, I like, all four of those, it feels like it could be any of them, right?
1: Yeah, you would hope so. I guess they're going to have a chance. but
0: They need Tatum, to. They need Tatum to be that guy, I think, if yeah, they're going to yeah. win this series. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think if, if the Warriors win, it's Steph, to me, unless Wiggins just has these, like, an absurd game or whatever, like a 50-pointer or something like that. Um, Celtics, I think they need it to be Tatum if they're going to win, but it wouldn't shock me if it's Jalen Brown at the end holding up the MVP trophy. But but I think we both got Warriors holding up that trophy at the end of this. We had that before the series. Um, We both picked them in six, I think, correct. So uh, if the Warriors do win this in six, shout out to us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, my bracket went real good this year. So you know how good we are at six. (laughs) We just nailed it.
0: Yeah, Suns and Bucks, man. I had Suns
1: losing first
0: round. <coughs> yeah, I, I had Suns Celtics. I had Suns Celtics, but yeah, the Suns winning it all. Suns made us look foolish there. But all right, let's move on to our sh- shot bets for this past week. We're going streaking. Well, last week we had uh, game three, which was kind of part of our prior week shot bet. So we just kind of can join that with this week's because the NBA final schedule is weird. Like in the playoffs, they play every other day and then all of a sudden they get to the finals and it's like a game and then four days off and Dude, then a game. Yeah. And then and it's just like, can we get consistent here? Uh, let's like more games in less days. Uh, would appreciate not having three days of no sports content to really talk about. So we did game three of the finals um, Celtics beat the Warriors to give Dustin a loss. I picked that one to kind of, we, we were having this terrible streak of me and Dustin would pick the same team and we lose. So, uh, broke it for us. so I broke it for us. And then we f- uh, flip flopped on the next one. Dustin won game five by picking the Warriors. I picked the Celtics uh, to give me the loss. So, Uh, We both went one and one last week, so we both owed a shot. Uh, We paid two shot bet debts off in these shows, in these recordings. So I am down to seven shots. Dustin is at eight currently. This week, we already picked NBA Finals Game 6. I have the Boston Celtics. Dustin has the Golden State Warriors in this one. And shot bet number two will be if this one makes it to a game seven, we will pick that game seven for a shot bet. So that one right now is if necessary. So if I win the shot bet, we'll have a second one for this week. If Dustin wins, that's it. That's all for NBA shot bets for uh, this season. Um, So make sure if you uh, join in on us on the shot bets that you are paying those shot bet debts off, let us know it. Send us a photo, send us a video, or just, Hashtag, I just paid off my shot bet debt. Uh, all of this is just to do something fun with you guys, uh, for you guys to join in on the show and what we're doing here. So, Dustin, do you have yourself a final shot for this week?
1: I do. I do. My final shot for the Tuggate is some hockey, some hockey talk.
0: Some hockey talk. I
1: know we just talked about NBA finals, but we also mm-hmm. have some Stanley Cup finals are set. We do. We have the Colorado Avalanche taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time defending champs. But I'm worried about the Avalanche because they touched the trophy for the Western Conference Finals, and that's a big no-no in hockey. Now, they didn't pick it up.
0: Okay. Yeah, they just –
1: So I don't know how superstitious we got to get here. But they touched – some of them touched the trophy but didn't pick it up. So well, I'm if they win, hockey. then
0: I think if they win, I think everybody's going to start touching the trophy. <laughs> Maybe so. If they beat the Lightning, the Lightning who won two straight yeah. titles,
1: but now Lightning are on dynasty watch. Avs are on and touching the trophy watch.
0: Tampa Bay, the biggest hockey town. Are <laughs> you
1: hockey town? That's <laughs> hockey talk on the tailgate. <laughs> it's
0: so bizarre. Was it part of my take that was talking about how uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning have more titles than like? All of Canada, in like the Yo, last, it's, last, yeah. So many Canada years hasn't won
1: a title in like 29 years or 39 years. It's something stupid. Like that's all of know they have like six teams now. They used to have like three or four, but now they have like five or six. I don't even know, but they just they can't win one. And you know, hockey's like their sport.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So my final shot is just going to be, hey, college world series. We've got our you know final eight, and Dustin, this is like. Like so many teams that I hate in this college world series. I'm not
1: gonna watch any of it. Like,
0: I'm I'm done with it. It's Notre Dame who knocked us hate. out. Hate Texas. Hate hate, hate. Oklahoma. Hate hate. hate hate Texas A&M. Hate, hate hate Arkansas. Don't like just hate. Uh, uh Ole Miss. Don't like Meh. Um, Stanford. Meh. Care less and Auburn. Care less. Meh. But I mean. <laughs> To me, it's just like none of these teams are interesting, so uh, I will not really be tuning in. Just please don't let Texas win. Just please don't let Texas win. That's all I ask. Did
1: you you hear about the National Anthem scandal?
0: Yeah, this guy won't be allowed to (laughs) sing because he did a horns down.
1: So he was singing, if you didn't catch this, last week at the Women's College World (laughs) Series. He sang the National Anthem and was walking off and gave the horns down. I guess he's an Oklahoma guy, and they were playing Texas or something like that. I don't, to be honest, I don't know the details there. But he gave the horn down and was walking off. So, College World Series, he was on the schedule to do, like, game nine.
0: can't do it anymore now.
1: And they cut. They said, nope. <laughs> like, what? <one laughs> Texas. Booster fan got their butt hurt by that. And they were like, he's not saying this at Omaha. I so, swear, I guarantee you he got turned in by some right, so, butt hurt Texas fan. And they were like, he better not do this in Omaha.
0: So this brings us to like a point because you tweeted this out from our account, I think, about the yeah. Texas fans being upset about East Carolina doing the horn yeah. stand. So I'm correct. So it got me thinking. And I was busy, so I didn't end up tweeting this out. But you know, like when you're a kid and you're getting picked on, what your parents told you to do—they told you like ignore the bully, like just don't yeah. don't give him. Why does Texas keep leaning into this and no. making it worse and worse on this? So, if they just shut the fuck up about it, well, so
1: yeah, there's, there's two things there. One, a lot of people, whatever age, if you tell them don't don't do anything, well, they're gonna try to do it most of the time. Yeah, and so that's all they doing. And two, yeah maybe shut the fuck up and people will stop doing it as much c- because they know you get your butt hurt about it.
0: Yeah. It's just like, they and were it doesn't offend
1: anybody to do that.
0: No, the bully, <laughs> the bully takes, you know, enjoys your pain and suffering. And so what do y'all think we're doing? Like the more annoyed you get about it, the more people are going to freaking do it. Yes. Like just shut up about it. This isn't that big a deal. Um, and you and me were already on the side of like, all right, it, it's done too much. Like, right, yeah. too far. But at and the same I did, time, I did
1: like when Oklahoma beat them in the Big 12 championship and their closure gave a huge, like, yeah. almost there's, like a suck it horse oh, down yeah. one. <laughs> like, there's that definitely was moments. Super appropriate.
0: There's <laughs> definitely moments when it's enjoyable, right? Like, when you beat them, it's really fun to do it. But when we're just doing it and Texas isn't even involved, like, that's where I kind of draw the line. But Hey, if y'all ignore it, probably goes away. But the more a bigger deal y'all make about this thing, the worse it's going to get for you guys. Just heads up. You're heading into SEC, and every team's going to be doing that. Oh, so yeah. uh, figure it out. And the last thing I was going to mention, today I saw it. Dustin, have you watched – why can I not think of the show anymore? It <laughs> just disappeared from my head. What is the red light, green light show? Oh, Squid Games! I just saw a tweet Squid today. Squid to Make a real
1: Squid Games. Obviously, they're not going to kill people.
0: Yes, but so they're going to make gonna, a real a reality yeah, show. Of
1: Squid Games Reality show. Four hundred and fifty-six people like yes. people Squid Games had.
0: Yeah, and you can apply to be on that show. They tweeted out a link, so you know if any of our listeners out there feel like they could go and complete these challenges and win that money. Good for you. I'm too skeptical, Dustin. I think they'd actually kill us. <laughs> I think this is, they're actually trying to do it. <laughs> they're ah. like, hey, people are so dumb, they're going to think this is fake. And then <laughs> I know it's, I know it's going to be fake, but would you sign up and do this? Would you?
1: Yeah. Where do I sign up at?
0: I will, uh, I will at you on that tweet. I'll sign I have, up right now. I think you have to, like, it's a, uh, Casting show, so you have to like Fuck. fill out this whole application and post to do like, some video. headshots. God, yeah, not. you have to do like a little video. So I don't know if you want to go through doing all of that.
1: Probably not. I'm just I'm just too lazy for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saw that and I was like, mm, you know, I'm I can win it. <laughs> but it's too still much have work. Some work. But if <laughs> I right. got
1: to do a video and like show some off yeah. like, talent or bullshit, I'm out.
0: <laughs> I have to show a video of me uh what do, off that off, like, thing. <laughs> what do i show off like drinking
1: what do i do like drink at tailgates <laughs> and do crossfit <laughs> i'm really good at these two things
0: <laughs> can i carve out a triangle on a whatever that cookie thing was oh like, all right but-
1: brooks if you had to like show off two talents in a video like i would pick like drinking at a tailgate and crossfit what would you pick
0: wow uh Pelotoning. (laughs) Oh,
1: we're going to Peloton, baby.
0: And, man, getting to a place on time. You know, saying that I'm 30 minutes away and actually arriving at 30 minutes. That would be, like, my
1: (laughs) –
0: that would be my bizarre talent. (laughs) Um, But, all right. Anything else for the tailgate this week, Dustin?
1: Great ending. Great finals, Johnson. <laughs> we were everywhere.
0: Yeah, we were. We really were. Squid Game, College World Series, <laughs> hockey.
1: Corn's <laughs> down, Tom.
0: Corn's down. <laughs> but alright, that'll do it for the tailgate this week. Week 88 has come to a close, but be sure to follow us. Follow us on Apple and Spotify and give the tailgate that five-star rating. And if you listen to on us on apple hit us with that review also follow us on social media follow us on facebook on instagram on youtube but most importantly follow our twitter at tailgate underscore talks if you want to keep up with all our thoughts on things happening from jerseys to horns down to you know whatever's going on follow us there Uh, and that will do it for this week in the tailgate as always guys we will catch y'all the next tailgate peace